Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Josh and Josh podcast. This is the first episode. Uh, I'm Josh Corman. And I'm uh, Josh Lafoon. And uh, this is the fourth time that we've tried to start this. Uh, the first couple times were tests, test audio levels, and we thought and we had it figured out. And then the third time, everything was super slowed down and wouldn't work properly. <laughs> so this is the fourth time that we're trying this out. Hey, at least it wasn't like 40 minutes in. At though. least it wasn't 40 minutes and that's true. It's good it was we, like three minutes. Good we caught it when we did, because yeah. we'd had to trip. But, so we're back, and uh, I know a majority of the people listening to this are probably thinking... Uh, well, aren't you guys a part of another podcast called the Water Buddies Podcast that hasn't released an episode in two months? And if you were wondering that, you'd be absolutely correct. Uh, we are. Uh, that podcast, I don't want to say it's died. Uh, there might be new episodes. But it got to the point where there were so many people doing so many things, it was too hard to get everybody together to do an episode. And there was like over three hours of audio that we had recorded and ready to be like uploaded that wasn't uploaded because of some fault on people who was supposed to upload it. Not a big deal. This is just more of a lightweight uh, podcast. Uh, me and my amigo here, Josh Lafoon. Yeah. We have similar schedules. We can definitely crank it out. We can have guests. We definitely are going to have the people from that podcast on this one. It's just that this one can be... Uh, uh, we can get a new episode pretty much every week with this one. I so, say, uh... Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have a list of things yeah. to talk about this podcast, a little more organized than the last one. Uh, the first thing is Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, new movie came out. Yeah, uh, I gotta say, uh, the Joker movie, I've heard it's great, made a lot of memes. Made a lot of memes. Uh, I think it's gonna make an, like, an Oscar for, like, best, like, best movie ever made this year or something, because... It, it was, I've heard it's pretty good, and I don't know, Josh, what are your thoughts about it? Well, thank you, Josh. Um, well, I saw it in theaters. I saw it with a few people, and uh, cinematography's great, story is great, it's disturbing, and it's eerie, and I think it does a better job of that than most horror movies do, personally. Uh, and, uh, so it was like psychological? Uh, a lot, yeah, a lot of it actually was, delving into the psychology of the Joker. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix did a great job as leading role, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, it, I I think it's a good movie. I, there's a lot of controversy around it. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it's a super. I don't think it's an offensive movie either way. It's not super alt right or alt left, but it is definitely it's definitely peculiar. Apparently, it's, they uh they uh like like uh, closed it on its like third week. Of showing, that's why I've heard at least, because I really wanted to watch it. Uh, yeah, they closed it a few places. Uh, like uh, they didn't show it at a lot of theaters in Colorado, because the last time they released a movie, The Dark Knight Rises, they released The Dark Knight Rises, which didn't even have the Joker in it, but somebody shot it up dressed as Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. So there's some controversy around that, but that's pretty good. Uh. The Joker is, I feel like it is a really good movie. Uh, it's definitely different from a lot of things being released now. A lot of people are have gotten used to kind of the like crisp and clean Marvel movies, you know what I mean? Yeah, like with Endgame, like I guess mm-hmm. it was a little bit dark, but it wasn't, it, it could have gone way darker than, yeah. you know, like the comics have. Mm-hmm. Uh, one movie that came out recently, or that it came out recently, I haven't seen it yet, I'm excited to is uh, The Lighthouse, starring Robert Patterson and William Defoe. 
it's supposed to be a psychological horror movie uh, based off of a uh, an actual mystery that happened off England, uh, mariners going missing while in a lighthouse. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I I actually never heard this, but you know it sounds cool. It, it's a horror movie, so I actually think I saw a review from one of my YouTubers, uh, and uh, well, one of the YouTubers I watched, and he said it's pretty good, like in the not in the thumbnail, but like in the titles. So. Well, it's made by the same studio that made The Witch, uh, A24, so I'm looking forward to that. You mean The Vivage? I don't know. <laughs> the Vivage. Uh, speaking of Robert Patterson, uh, it was just uh, confirmed a couple weeks ago that he will be starring as the next Batman in the new uh, DC movie, The Batman. So no more Ben Affleck? No more, ben, no more Batfleck. Uh, <laughs> Although Ben Affleck is going to reprise his role as Batman for the Crisis on Infinite Earths thing that's airing on CW that has to do with the Arrowverse. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I heard that he will reprise his role for that. But apart from that, no, he's done being the Batman. So they're, pa they're casting Robert Patterson. Will they shoot? Well, will Batman kill people? In the new one? Yeah. I find it unlikely. Okay, thank you. Fan, fan reaction to Ben Affleck's Batman. <laughs> just shooting up Just, just murdering people. That's not great. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was stupid because Batman doesn't kill people. I feel like they missed a really good opportunity with Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck is a really he's a very talented actor and I feel like he I feel like in the in the parts of the movie where he wasn't running around mowing down a 16-year-old gangbanger with a 50 caliber machine gun mounted to a tank, I feel like when he was actually just being Bruce Wayne and delving into the psychology of Batman that's when he was really star. That's when he was doing good. And uh, I I'm excited for Robert Patterson's movie because I like Robert Patterson. Uh, he played Edward on Twilight. Oh, he was also Cedric Diggory in uh, the Harry Potter Goblet mm. of Fire. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie, Goblet of Fire. Yeah, book was good too. Book was good. And Prisoner of Azkaban was the best person. He was fighting. Uh, Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Chamber Stupid. Uh, shut up. <laughs> But no, uh, he's been in a lot of indie films, like The Lighthouse. You, I, it's kind of an indie film. Uh, I, don't know, I feel like he's really made his marks. He's a good actor. Uh, not only that, but the movie, uh, from what I've heard about it, it isn't going to be set up as a traditional um, Batman movie. It's going to be set up more of like a detective story. It's going to delve into the detective side of things. Oh, and, like DC Comics mm -hmm. stands for Detective yeah. Comics. Yeah. Comics. Uh, one of the things that I was really... Uh, they, this is my own personal theory. Um, there are like six confirmed villains that include like Deadshot, Firefly, I think Deathstroke's going to be in Wait, it. Think about those. The Riddler, Penguin. No. They, they there's, made... one, there's one storyline that came to mind when I heard all those names together. And it was the Arkham origin storyline where Black Mask puts a bounty out on Batman and he gets all these different villains, bounty hunters type people to go and hunt Batman. Who's it, Black Mask? A standard run-of-the-mill drug gangbanger, dude. Okay. Pretty, pretty. he's not that unique of a villain, honestly. Uh, but uh, I was excited because I played Arkham Origin and it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. Love Arkham Origin. And the detective side comes from that because that's the game where Batman discovers the Joker. Like, as he's playing, as you play through the game and you do the fights and stuff, it's also a detective story because you're figuring out 
who's really behind the bounty, and it turns out that the Joker is behind all of it, and you uncover who the Joker is. Because mm. uh, that, that story's similar to The Dark Knight, where Batman didn't create the Joker. They're two separate entities that just encounter each other in Gotham. So I'm looking forward to it. If it's even remotely based off of that game, I'm going to have a good time. I love the movie. Uh, I heard that Seth Rogen is being talked to about a role in it, and they were talking to Jonah Hill, but he bounced out the briefcase. What if Seth Rogen's the Riddler? Did I lose it? <laughs> Batman, riddle me this. Riddle me this. <laughs> no, but think Ooh, about they this. Can, uh, they, can, they confirmed who was playing Catwoman. I can't remember her name. She's a... I don't know. She was supposed to play... She tra- she auditioned for Batwoman for the Christian Nolan movies, but she got told that uh, she was too urban, which is another way for saying no because you're black. Ah, uh, I gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So. Wait, but think about this, though. Like, so, like, with the Joker, they replaced Jared mm-hmm. Leto, mm-hmm. and they repl- replaced Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. So that could possibly mean uh, Joaquin Phoenix is in... This new movie, hopefully, well, with I, all the six characters, that would be cool. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not sure what time or what time the movie, the new Batman movie, takes place in. Uh, I heard I heard someone say that it takes, or I heard I read an article that said it was going to take place in like 1996, which seems like a really weird. Like I'm not a huge uh, Batman fan. Uh, like I like the Christian Christopher Nolan movies; they're really good, and I liked Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie. But I'm not an avid fan of the Batman like comics. So unless there was like a huge comic that was released that year, or there's a big storyline that's set in the late '90s, I don't really know why why they would choose 1996. But I feel like even if they did, by the time they do that, like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker would be way too old because the Joker movie takes place in I think like 1979 maybe 1981 and he's already in his late 30s at least so by that time he'd already be old old you know what i mean yeah 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 here i'll look up the uh 1996 thing and see if it like it's coincidental with any of these Mm -hmm. uh comics yeah they definitely also uh they've confirmed a lot about it uh I think a noir-style detective movie would be good, because the most successful DC movies have been the ones that are grounded in reality, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. So if they return to, at least, not even, they don't have to make it completely as earthy and gritty as they do, but like Arrow, uh, it's uh, one of the CW shows, the Arrowverse, it is the most popular of the shows, and it's the only one that I watch, uh, I continue to watch because it's more grounded in reality and stuff than shows like The Flash are. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So there's this one that's called Legends of the Dead Earth, another one called Legacy Batman, and one called Batman Contagion. It's a- Yeah, I've never heard of this. Yeah, I don't think, oh, also the Mad Men, you know, from Mad Men. Yeah, but it looks like Legacy looks like, it, I don't know. Maybe it could be like the like that's when uh, the cartoon series ended. Mm-hmm. Batman the animated series. Maybe it's like related to that. Perhaps I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, speaking of things that I don't know about, Red Dead Two launching on PC. I'm not a PC gamer. Josh, you are. Tell me what oh, you think. Oh hell yeah, man. So I don't know. 
Um, I've had a PC for almost a year now. Uh, January will be it, so in like two months. And I don't know, Red Dead Redemption is such a good game. I love the story. I love all everything about it. Apparently, uh, if like there's some, like some interactive dialogue that some people don't know, like the uh, for example, like the incest family. Mm-hmm. Now, Nakey Jakey talked about this a little bit, but basically, Nakey Jakey. Yeah, Nakey Jakey, if you're watching this, if you're if you for some reason hear this, uh, yeah, we 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 both love you. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, basically, what happens is that you get drugged. Well. If you try to escape, you're also going to get drugged, right? Yeah. They'll just knock you out. Yeah, um... So you're invited yeah. to this incest family. Like, the, well, there's this, uh, guy that's on the porch, and he's like, Hey, come in, uh, we'll make you some dinner. And there's the wife, and then you find out later that, um, they're actually, like, like, brother and sister, and they killed their mother. And if you, uh, go back to the house, well... Before you go back to the house, though, you wake up and, like, because they drugged you, so they, they stole all of your money, so you probably want to get that back. So what they do is not too far away. You're in, like, this, this like, I don't know what to call it, like a hole. Pit. A pit, yeah. And their dead mother is there. So basically, if you shoot the the, the guy, he's, he's fat, so, like, mm-hmm. I don't think you can carry him unless... Uh- Morbidly thick American. Okay, I'm so sorry. But if you take the sister, uh, t- uh, like take her to the pit and go to the mother, she'll say some very like disturbing dialogue, saying like, "I'm so sorry, mom. I'm sorry I killed you or whatever." Mm-hmm. But all in all, Saint Denis gonna look great on PC. Uh, yeah. Uh, what Josh basically just said is one of the hundreds of examples of the how in depth Red Dead Two is. And uh, on our old podcast, The Water Buddies, uh, we I think I ta- I think I brought up Red Dead in probably every episode just because it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. And so I'm looking forward to the PC launch. PC launch not only means uh, what do you call it? Crossplay. Gra- graphical. No, I don't think they're gonna do crossplay. I don't think Rockstar games can handle. Rockstar games can barely handle normal play at the end of the day. Like, yeah. But no. Um, through loading times take forever. I swear. Yeah, Red Dead's a lot better than GTA Five. Well, the thing is though, like with PS4, some people can't even connect to, to like play with their friends. Like for me, for example, and another friend. I don't know if he wants me to shout out his name, but there's some of our friends who couldn't even get on there. Yeah, that's true. For a long time, my friend uh, Isaac uh, from Oregon, he couldn't even connect because he has a uh, he has a Type Three and AT type. Yeah. And if you have a Type One or a Type Three, it just won't let you connect at all. Well, NAT Type 2 didn't let me connect. It's weird. Yeah. They but if, a lot of stuff I did like have that. my mom's and it worked. Mm-hmm. They they have a lot of... Rockstar games are... They're, they're weird, but they're really good. Uh, so, yeah. not But, no, not only graphical improvements come with the PC launch, but modding. Oh, uh, yeah, modding. I'm looking forward to the Red Dead mod. If Skyrim and Fallout 3 mods have taught me anything, it's that expansive open-world games are the best playground you can have for PC mods. A way for Waluigi to be I, fucking John... Uh, what's his name? Marston. John Marston. I kind of just spoiled the game, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Arthur Morgan as well. You play mostly. I'm waiting as... to play through the entire game as Jack, the three-year-old boy. Uh, I'm about to dome some folk. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. 
There's also probably gonna be more like expansive quests to do. It's like an expansion pack just for free. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, which also, another game you mentioned about is uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, I pre-ordered it. The full game came out. Uh, I'll give you my brief little synop synopsis of the game. It is, um, there is garbage, dude. Like, <laughs> the, the gunplay? Great. The movement? Uh, that is probably the best the series has ever accomplished. Uh, the maps are the, I think, the actual most cancerous thing since Walter White's lungs. They are horrible. They are disgusting. There are clear overpowered weapons. The M4 and the double barrel shotgun with claymores is probably the most overpowered thing ever. There are, there are, uh, barely times whenever I'm killed in that game, if it's not because of one of those three things, I'm genuinely surprised. Uh, they introduced two new ga game modes into the game that it's never had before. Uh, ground war and gunfight. Gunfight is small maps, like super small, smaller than Nuketown 2v2s. Those are great. That's probably the game at its best because it's completely fair because it gives everybody a randomized loadout. Everyone has the same randomized loadout, but it's completely fair. And that's probably the most fun you'll have on a game. Ground War is probably the exact opposite. It's the most cancerous game I've ever played in my entire life. The maps are, there are two maps so far. They are poorly designed and they are like, they're so bad that like there's like a f there's like forums online with hundreds of thousands of votes so you just take them out of the game they're terrible and most of the main maps are like that too they're just not good so i personally uh if they don't release some new maps soon the game's gonna die out faster than black ops 4 did and that's just how's the campaign campaign solid the, uh the recasting they did for captain price was really good uh, his voice actor did a good job, even though he's American, uh, and I'd only seen him on like two shows. Uh, the campaign was solid, decent characters, decent connection. There wasn't really any times where there, it didn't go over the top a whole lot. Everything seemed realistic. Uh, there were some really good set pieces. The, like, game, the night mode. Uh, like walking around with a flashlight and night vision and fighting people in complete darkness and using having to use muzzle flashes to illuminate your enemies That's like some of the that's the game at its best because that is using all the graphical and Mechanical advancements that Call of Duty has made in the past few years to make the best experience that you can uh, Another game that's come out recently. I know Josh. I know you were interested in this Death oh, yeah. Stranding. Oh, yeah, 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 I oh god, so Basically, right, uh, Hideo Kojima is this developer, and he's a hell of a great developer. He made uh, classic titles such as the Metal Gear Solid franchise. I don't know if you know anything about that, but it's great. Uh, yeah, he is a mastermind, I say. He makes you do clever things. Like, for example, like with Metal Gear Solid, there's this guy named Psychomantis. And he reads your fucking memory card. And the way to defeat him is by taking out your memory card and putting it into slot 2 instead of slot 1. Because they have memory cards in, on the PlayStation. But anyway, so he got kicked out of um, of uh, Konami, which made uh, Silent Hill. Um, and uh, I think... 
I think that's really it, actually. That's what they're most... They're, they, that, that's what they mostly do, yeah. But anyway, what they did is that there was this game called PT. It was in 2015. It was a... It, well, PT stands for Playable Teaser. But basically, um, it was teased that, I don't know, the guy from, uh, uh, from The Walking Dead, but, um... Norman Reedus. Yeah, no, yeah, that guy. He was at the very end, and so basically, after he got kicked out, uh, Hideo Kojima, because he, he couldn't make any more Metal Gear Solid games, because the Phantom Pain, it was good, but it wasn't great as an Indian. The last one was going to be Guns of the Patriots, and that came out 2009. So basically, he got kicked out, even though he was a great developer, and what he did is make his own studio called Kojima Studios. So what happened is that he made the game PT into an actual game called Death Stranding. And let me be honest with you, I am super stoked for it. I don't know if I'm going to get a PS4. Apparently it's going to come on PC soon, so that's really cool. And not just that, but it's a psychological horror. I don't know if I even talked about this, but PT is a psychological horror game and Death Stranding, of course. And uh, it's in third person, so it's gonna give you like some Metal Gear Solid vibes and some Silent Hill vibes. So yeah. Uh, I don't know a lot about it. I know the plot's a little convoluted. Maybe not convoluted, it's just that I've definitely never heard anything like it. I know there are ghosts that roam the wasteland of what used to be America. And you have to use a baby to detect them. The baby's like strapped to your chest, and apparently you can get like you can use it as a weapon or something. Yeah. And I don't know about that. I do know that Norman Reedus is one of my favorite actors. He's been in a lot of stuff. Most famous for The Walking Dead. I am a huge fan of The Walking Dead. I think it's a well put together show. I feel like when Norman Reedus took the lead of the show, it got pretty good. Uh, that's just me though. But I'm I am con I I. I heard that it got some lackluster reviews when it first came out, but at the end of the day, I don't know, you can't really trust reviewers anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? honestly. Like, when it, whether it's movies or video games, uh, there's just such a disconnect between critics and like players and viewers when it comes to movies. So Yeah, most of them are boomers, though, so that's why. Most of them are ugly boomers. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying, uh, personally. Yeah, okay, well, uh... So, like, yeah, it comes out November 7th, and, yeah, I don't, I do you have any more topics? I can't think of any more. No. <laughs> I don't know. The future of this podcast. Well, let's go over that real fast. All right, yeah, the future of the podcast. That's the last thing I've jotted down, then we'll call it good for episode one. All right. Um, we're going to try to release episodes weekly, which is what we said about the Water Buddies, and it didn't work, but I think we can do it with this one. We're going to try to have one guest every week. Uh, and it's small, and I know that we don't have a large audience outside of, like, people that we go to school with, but we're hoping it'll grow, and, you know, with support, it will, so, uh, thank you for listening. Well, I don't think it's over quite yet. I think we should, uh, do some more, just a little bit, but, like, our guest is gonna be, like, in between us, because we only have one microphone. This is true. <laughs> we have one microphone. And yeah, and it's it's very it's it's terrible. It's just that the stand is kind of broken. Well, we're we're starting off small. Uh, most big, Apple started in a garage, so you know. We're, we're, Amazon we're, did too. Yeah, we're climbing up the chain. We're climbing up the chain. Yeah. 
But um, later on, if we do get two microphones, or three, of course, Josh is gonna have his own, I'm gonna have my own, mm -hmm. and the guest star is gonna have their own, like, on the other side, but it's still gonna be connected to the audio uh, recording. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been the first episode of the Josh and Josh podcast, where hopefully it will grow. And, uh... Yeah, we'll uh, you know talk to you in the next episode. Yeah, uh, I I have nothing else to say, so I guess uh, see you later, guys. Bye.